Hello, all you beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Tea Podcast. It's your favorite person. I better be your favorite person. It's not. Y'all tune in every week. Y'all gotta like me. <laughs> but I have a lot to say, a lot of different things to cover in a announcement at the end of this. Um, but I have a lot to say. This is gonna be one of those episodes that kind of like help you guys understand the fact that there's a million things that live in my head. I wrote some of the major things down that I want to talk about, but this is gonna be a jam-packed episode. Do you hear me? Are you ready for this ride? Before you buckle up your seatbelts, I want you to tell me how you're doing. What's going on in your life? We have made it yet another month. Here we are in October. We're, we're smooth sailing. We're moving and grooving and doing everything we have to do. If you work in retail, I hope you've been using your PTO because blackout period will be soon approaching. But how are you doing? Email me, text me, call me, however you keep track of how you're doing. Do that in that very moment. And I'm going to jump right into this episode. So, like I said, this is going to be an episode where I'm all over the place. And rightfully so. I have a lot to say. I've been seeing a lot. Um, But before I jump into everything that I have to say, I want to, again, thank everyone who has been supporting Black Girl Tea. Um, I appreciate every like, every follow, every share, every person who tunes into it, people who show up to events, people who pour into me. Um, I appreciate everything that you've done. I hope you enjoyed the ceremony recap episode. And I hope I was able to answer some of the questions that you all had. Um, I tried my best to to hit all of them in the manner of talking. Um, and with um, well, one more thing, actually. I'd like to give a special shout out to Shay. Um, I've said this plenty of times um, in, in previous episodes. You guys don't hear from her every week. You don't get much content of us together anymore. Um, but just because you don't see her in the light that you normally do doesn't mean that she's not doing anything and that Black Girl Tea isn't a sister. Um, it's not a, it doesn't mean that we're no longer a sisterly uh, podcast. We are. We just, you know, all of this has taught us to pivot and adapt um, and to stay true to ourselves and be able to do things that best suit us in a manner that best suits us. Yeah. But into this episode. So I'm going to talk to y'all first about social media because I've realized some of y'all don't realize impact. Like you don't realize that something can positively impact you and it can negatively impact you. So a couple days ago I had a conversation with a friend and she asked me straight up like what what has social media like how has it impacted you? What has it done for you? And I was talking to her about it and when I was listening to all the positives she was looking at me like I was crazy and I'm like what? And she was like, okay, any negatives? And I was like, oh, there are a few negatives. But every impact that social media has isn't always negative. And she kind of sat back and was like, explain yourself. And I pretty much showed her what I'm about to tell y'all. Like, I can honestly say that the I've had more positive impact from social media than negative. And not because I have black girl tea. But on my personal Instagram, I have more of a positive impact. Like, it's impacted me more positively than negatively. I get news from social media, right? That's one thing that I get. I get news. I get to see what's happening in the next city, the next state, sometimes even the next country, um, based off social media. Everything doesn't make it to the news. And there are some people who realize that, and so they put it on social media. 
we've seen a lot on social media that the news didn't cover. A lot of good, a lot of bad, but for me, I got a lot of positive out of it. I was able to see some of the things, you know, when it came to voting in 2020 and then 2021, seeing that people talk about their, their you know, the, their vote experience, that's never going to make it to the news. Young black children who are of age finally to vote, talking about what that meant for them, that's not making it to the news. That was a positive impact for me. Um, fashion, boom. I, okay. Versace made those high platform heels, right? Love them. I was like, yep, I'm gonna get me a pair. And then I started looking at the price. I was like, shit, I may not get a pair till a little bit later down the line. Um, and then one of my favorite influencers was like, y'all, I got some tea. I got this dupe from ASOS, $26. And I was like, oh, let me run over there. Positive, positive impact, right? Like, I've seen things in the fashion, like, fashion-wise on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that that I don't see in the magazine, that I don't see on the runway, Right? And it's not to say that, oh, everything's always shiny and golden and glittery. It's not. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that, for me, I see a lot more shiny, glittery, and good out of social media than bad. But I'm going to address the bad. I have seen bad. I've seen horrible things on social media. I've seen people talking about the shootings that, you know, another black man got killed today. Oh, I don't want to see that. It puts me in a, it puts me in a bad place. I, I get sad. I feel like I need to do something. I'm getting worked all up about it. And then it's trending on the top of my newsfeed for three days. I have to escape social media and I'm in a negative place because of it. Right? It happens. But we have to look, look a little deeper into it. When it comes to negative impact, it's not just, oh my God, I'm watching this person get killed on social No, it's so much more than that. Imposter syndrome, right? A lot of people have suffered from imposter syndrome because of what they see on social media. You see that this influencer went from working at Starbucks, living at home with her parents, she hit a mom she she got her moment her her social media career has taken her to the next level and now she's making $15,000 a day by sharing products and getting likes and shares and all that on Instagram and YouTube and things like that like now you feel like oh I can never do that because oh no you can't stop talking to yourself like that right it's also impacted our relationships. You've got a couple of different Instagram pages, and I won't say what they are. Sometimes what they post is funny, and it's a little kiki moment, but sometimes there are people who take the things that they see on social media and they make it real life. There are these pages on social media that talk about toxic relationships, and they glorify them. Like, oh, well, you know, that's her man right now, but if I call him back, he'll be over here. Why are you acting on you know what I'm saying? Like, just because it's on social media doesn't mean that you have to act on helping this woman realize that her man is only with her because you don't want to be with him. You don't have to act on that. You're choosing to make this bad decision because of what you see on social media. It plays a part in a lot. Social media plays a lot in, a lot in everything that we do. And we're not realizing that there are positive impacts to it. And we have to choose to make a positive impact and what we're posting. I'm all here for a good kiki. 
I'm not going to be one of those people that make... I'm not going to sit up here and make it seem like I don't post a little toxic quote every once in a while. Because I do. But there are positive impacts. Impact doesn't always have to be a negative. Take it a step further. I just had a conversation the other day about how when working with people and impact. And I said the, I said it publicly on my Instagram. When we work on a project with each other, I want it to be a big impact on each and every individual that comes to an event. Each and every person who, whatever project that we're, we're working on together, every person involved, I want it to be a big impact on their life. I don't just want it to be, we have 200 tickets selling for $100 a piece and we sold out of 100, we sold out all 200 tickets. We got a sold out event, boom, boom, boom. No, it needs to be impactful from the beginning of the planning all the way to the end of the execution. It needs to be impactful. When they, the tea party, let me, let me explain to you the tea party. I said to Kayla, I want to work on this. We made it happen, right? How can how can we get women in a room to try this new thing, dancing in heels, and have a lesson with it? Heels are sexy. How many women in this room don't feel sexy anymore? Every last woman had raised their hand and said there was an aspect in a point in their life, oh, my heat is coming on and off. Y'all gonna hear that in the episode. Just know that I have heat in my house. <laughs> but um, how many, a lot of the women were saying, I'm, I'm getting back into feeling sexy again. This is what sexy means to me. Of course, we had to ask, how did social media impact that? They gave their answers. But the impact of that event wasn't just the fact that we sold out and we have a room full of people. It was the conversations that we were having. There were women who were like, oh my God, I've never thought about something like that. I never looked over, blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it was impactful. It's bigger than just selling out. It's bigger than women walking out of here with a goodie bag of, of a shot and having a, No, it's bigger than that. It's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger. And my mindset of it, it's bigger than that has been what's been keeping me successful. While we're on the topic of social media, and I'm going over to the next thing I wanted to talk about, is the other day my cousin posted um, in her private story a post, and it resonated so well. So well with me. And the reason why it resonated is because y'all know my dating life has not been (laughs) peaches and cream. Um, But listening to the things that my friends say as well, like, Social media plays an impact on this, and I'm not. This is not a social media playing impact on everything episode. Um, but just right now, while we're on the topic of social media, because this is gonna flow somewhere else. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna see, y'all gonna see. But she posted this. Um, she posted this in her private story, and it just resonated with me because men don't get it. <laughs> like, it is not to say that it's all men, but some men just don't get it. So the post says. I'm going to paraphrase for the fact that it's somewhat vulgar. We had sex. I didn't like it. Stop texting. And although the post is is specifically referring to a sexual encounter, some men don't realize we had a conversation. I didn't like it. Stop texting me. Some men don't realize that. Why are you still texting me? Why are you still bothering me? And I'm not talking about the men who 
are like, oh, she just ghosted me. She didn't say nothing. So how am I supposed to know she didn't like it? I'm talking about the men who know I, I am not interested, sir. That still text. That still come over and, oh, where's my hug? You don't get one, mister. Like, please. Please, 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 please. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. It's just that simple. I want men. And again, when I say this, it's not all men. I do want men to realize that they paint women to be more delusional. When in all actuality, they are the most delusional. Men will see a woman. They'll flirt with them. Let me, you know what? At the bar, right? You're sitting next to this woman. Let me see whose angle I want to put this on. Yeah, I'll do that as a woman's angle. I'm sitting at the bar. Man comes up next to me. Is anyone sitting here? Nah, go for it. Some men won't say anything after that. They'll do whatever they're doing at the bar. Some men will try to have a conversation with you. Not because they like you, but just to, to break the ice. I'm sitting next to a stranger. We're sitting pretty closely together because sometimes the bar is tight. Oh, what you drinking? I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Oh, I'm drinking in the same pineapple. Oh, okay. Well, you come here often. What do you get? You start looking over the menu. You start giving him his uh, your recommendations. And he's like, all right, cool, boom. Conversation continues. Innocent conversation. Then when he's getting flirtations and you're like, whoop, I'm not ready to go down that road. I'm not willing to go down that road. I'm not interested in going down that road. So you put your guard up right and you're exhibiting every bit of behavior of not interested and he keeps talking to you and again this is not the experience of every man every man doesn't act like this but there are men who act like this and he's still you've got your guard up you're not you're not as interested as you were before in having a platonic innocent conversation with him because you realize he's flirting you're not trying to, you are not interested in the vibe and he's just not getting it. In the back of his head, she's playing hard to get. No, not at all, sir. I don't want you. And they keep beating around the bush and then you're, I'm exhibiting, in, like I'm literally exhibiting behavior to show you that I'm not interested and you keep knocking at this fucking door and then I have to spaz on you and now, I'm a crazy bitch. Now I'm a crazy bitch. No, sir. I'm a sane bitch. I'm a very, very sane bitch who was exhibiting behavior that I wasn't fucking interested and you couldn't fucking read the room because you were being delusional. I'm so sick of men that I like that. Oh, she's playing hard to get. Sir, you're hard to want. Forget hard to... I'm not playing anything. I don't want you. Leave me alone. Drink your little $2 margarita and leave me alone. On to the next thing. This is everybody. Not everybody, but this is a category that lots of people can fall under. Why can't y'all read the room? Man, let me tell y'all something couple weeks ago I'm with one of my co-workers we're sitting outside I'm tearing my sandwich up when I took when I'm tearing it up both of us was tearing our food up like it was silent at the table 
another person walk up. Hey guys. I answer with a mouthful. Other coworker don't even say nothing. Is there room for one more? Now at the table, it's a table for three. Me and my coworker are obviously sitting in one chair. And the third chair that we had, our belongings were sitting there because there was no room for us to put them anywhere else. And if we put them on top of the table for her to sit there, we wouldn't have room to eat. And we're like, well, kind of ignoring her, giving her the cold shoulder. She's like, all right. She doesn't move our stuff out of the out of the chair. She pulls up a fourth chair. Now we, we're losing some more space. And she sits there. Now, my coworker who I was sitting there with originally was kind of, sort of, indulging in the conversation. I was fucking my sandwich up. I have nothing to say. It was during DTO. I don't know if you recall when you had to transfer things to another store. I was in that stock room sweating bullets. You would have thought I was building a house or something the way I was sweating back there. I don't know what was wrong with the AC that day. And I was dressed all wrong because I was used to having the AC on. I was sweating bullets and I worked myself up an appetite. I didn't have nothing to say. And this girl just kept on pushing at me like, you're so quiet today. I couldn't find you on the floor today either. Child, read the room. I ain't got time for you. I'm not participating in this conversation because I don't want you here. Not that I had an issue with you, but your energy at the time is not an energy that I needed. Another example I'll give you. I want to say this about a week ago. I'm with my cousin. We're at the diner. Standing in line. And we are having the conversation of a lifetime. We are gossiping. We are telling family gossip to each other. We are deep into this. And this girl that we know walks in. It's us. She's by herself. And we're like, all right, how you doing? The hostess comes over. It's the family in front of us. It's me and my cousin. And then the girl that walked in that we know behind us. So the family sits down. The guy comes back and he's like, how many? And both me and my cousin are like, two. He's like, all right, I, I don't have any tables for two, but I can put you guys at a table for four and I can move the table if you'd like. We're like, nah, we'll, we'll take the table for four. We get to the table, we are full-fledged gossiping still. We didn't even, like, wait for the man to walk away. We still telling our family's business to each other. And we look up at the, t- at the door where our friend was standing. And at that point in time, there was nowhere else for us to sit. But we weren't interested in, and we didn't want her sitting with us because we were sitting here spilling our family's secrets to each other. It ain't none of your business. She gonna come over there and say, I'm gonna just sit here with y'all. No, you ain't. And I told her straight up, you're not sitting over here with us because if we wanted you to sit with us, we would have told you. She was like, but we always, no, we don't always. This is family time, girl. You're gonna have to go and wait for them to clean up a table for you. And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I got some gossip I'm trying to spill. My cousin pregnant again with some twins. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. She was just like, Oh, okay. I don't have nothing to say. 
I guess y'all don't want to be bothered. No, girl, read the room. It's not that we didn't want to be bothered with you. We still fuck with you and everything. But this just wasn't a moment that we wanted to share with you. And I'm not understanding why it was so much of an issue for you, honey. Help us understand. Help us. We're trying to, we're, we're literally, like, read the fucking room. We're having family time. Why would you just come busting on our family time? Normally, when we're together and we see you, if we're not talking about anything, we extend an invitation to you. But if it wasn't extended, why would you just plop yourself in there? Read the room. 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 Because I'm tired of it. understanding of like why people aren't able to read the room and I've still don't have an exact answer but I've come to the conclusion that a lot of the people who I'm connected to not the people that I interact with but the people that I'm connected to um a lot of those people that aren't capable of reading the room are also the people who are not self-aware right boom next topic you see how this is flowing I love what I do. I'm very passionate about my conversations in in this podcast. I'm very intentional about things. But you see the flow of this, right? I want you all to do better with getting to know yourselves. I will say, for me, from a very young age, I knew that I liked this. I didn't like it. And I was open to trying it to see if I liked it. If I'm in a group of friends, you know, if I'm with a group of friends, I still stick out like a sore thumb. Not because my look is different, but simply because I'm an individual, right? So let me give you guys an example. When you see me and I'm with Brie, Akia, and Nika, right? There's nothing different about my character. The way we hold conversation is different, but my character is still the same. My morals are still the same. The things I like and don't like are still the same. But I have to uh, change how we interact. In comparison to when you see me with Bianca. And, and, you know, like, those are two separate bonds. The conversation, the way we have conversation change. Our dialect change because... I have insider words in a, we, we all have, my friend's group each have their, each friend's group have their own dictionary. There are certain terms that I can use with Nia, with Nika, um, Akia, and Bree that I cannot use with Bianca and vice versa. But the character that I am with my cousins and Bree is the same character that I have with Bianca. Right? Are y'all following me? I hope that you are. Now, my coworkers, same character, but I have to I have to change how I'm I'm. There's a there's a level of professionalism that's there. Number one, 
And the bond that we have is not the same as the bonds that I have with my friends. But my character is the same. I'm staying true to myself. Now, the activity that I indulge in with my cousins and Brie may or may not be different than the activities that I indulge in with Bianca and my coworkers. I'm not into makeup like that. As you have heard me talk about with my ceremony. If me and Bianca are going out, I'm free to dress however I feel depending on the the occasion. If we're just going out to a quick dinner, hey, I haven't seen you in a few days. You're free tonight for dinner because I'm free. I'm just reaching out to see. Yep, I'm free. Cool, boom. All right, I'm showing up in, let's say this is a really good day for me. I I put some effort into my, my outfit. So I have on a slip dress and a leather jacket and some sneakers, right? But then Akia calls me and she's like, oh, me and Nika are coming to see you and Bree's going to meet us too and this is what we're... I could wear that same outfit because that is me, right? With my coworkers, I could wear that same outfit for the same type of conversation. Hey, we're having, I have a day off. I have a free moment and I would like to spend time with you. I could wear that outfit with any of those people and they accept it. And I'm comfortable with wearing that outfit because I am who I am. This is how I dress. This is my style. I'm comfortable and this is me. And I am accepted because this is me. Right? If I have to if I have to think about wearing makeup to sit with you, or if I don't wear makeup, am I not going to? I'm not going. I'm not going to put on a full face of makeup to go sit in a group with a group of women who wear makeup every day. If they're not going to be okay with the fact that I don't wear makeup every day. The most you're going to get from me is some lip liner and some clear lip gloss on any given day. That's the most you're going to get. And be happy if I put on the lip liner because you may just get some Vaseline. But I'm so aware of myself that if the women that I'm sitting with don't have an issue with me not wearing makeup... I don't have a problem with being the oddball of the one who's not wearing makeup because I'm self-aware. I'm confident in myself. I know when it's time for me to share in a conversation and when it's not. I know when it's my moment to have have a... Simply, I know when it's my moment and when it's not. Simple as that. I won't even go into give you guys a, a further example. I know when it is my moment and I know when it is not. And when it is not my moment, I am 100% willing to give whoever it is that in that moment, the mic, the moment, the spotlight, however you want to put it, that is for you. I'm not going to make the situation about me. Oh, I know you're depressed, but so am I. Let me tell you about my depression. No, honey. I'm so self-aware that I'm capable of being aware of others. Yes, I have good news to share with everyone, but my friend that's sitting in front of me, she feels as if her life is falling apart and this has nothing to do with my good news. Although I know that my friend will genuinely be happy for my good news, this is just not the time and the place to share it because this moment is about her. That's how self-aware I am. And that's how I'm able to read the room. Now to go to the next point. 
if you have to adjust yourself and your character to sit around certain people, I don't think that you should be sitting around them, honey. And I've touched on this before in another episode not too long ago. If you have to change who you are, how you act, how you dress, how you present yourself, how you talk, to sit around a group of people for them to accept you, honey, you are losing yourself bit by bit. And I'd rather people not like me for who I am than for them to love me for who I'm not and for who I'm pretending to be. I'm a very educated young woman. I've got a couple things under my belt. I'm working on getting some other things under my belt. But I'm never going to say, oh my God, I've got all this jewelry at home and I just don't wear it. No, honey, it's because you don't have it. You don't have to fake the funk. If you have to fake the funk around people, baby, stay home. It's not worth it. If you have to overdraw your account to be able to fit in with these women and men as they're going to dinner, it ain't worth it, baby. That's your credit at the end of the day. And to tie it into what I was saying earlier, social media plays an impact in that. Yes, people are going to post every time they go to the club and they get a section and they're, they got their moet being delivered to them by the bottle girls. But people are not going to let you know that when they got home that night, they only had $2 left in their account. They're showing you the good and it's impacting your life, but not going back on social media. And the last thing that I want to encourage you all to do, feeding off of everything that I just said, is just take the moment to learn yourself. Take the moment to figure out what you like, what you don't like. And I've been talking about this all year because it's something that I have been doing. And I've been intentionally doing it this year because I felt like, not that I lost myself, but I can definitely say I've missed out on opportunities because I was so interested in making sure that I did these things with other people. And I've learned in in going to different restaurants and different participating in different things and and learning oh I like this and I don't like this that it just made me feel so much better the first few times I went on solo dates I was like why am I in this restaurant by myself when I could be here with one of the girls nope I needed to be there by myself I needed to try those oysters by myself for me to realize I don't like them no matter what they put on top of them I do not like them the texture grosses me out and I'm never doing it again I needed that. Because if I didn't go by myself and try those oysters, I would have done what I did before and tried one type of oyster with my friends. And they were like, maybe that wasn't the one that you would like. Try another one. We'll go somewhere else. And here we are, three restaurants later. I still don't like the oysters. And I can't tell you what it was about the the first ones that made me not like the second ones so I took that moment, I went to that little restaurant, I tried some some oysters and was like, I realized I don't like these at all. So now when I go out with my girls and they're like, we're going to get some oysters, do you want some? No, thank you. I do not like them. I realized I actually like sweet wine more than I like bitter wine. But I do have a favorite bitter wine. I actually really enjoy champagne over wine. And I have a favorite champagne. I really, 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 really love going to Bar Taco. And the only thing that I can order is the corn. 
I'll order other things. But being able to go on those dates by myself and sit in the sit in that moment with myself and be like, oh, you know what? You know what? This Mexican corn is pretty good. These Brussels sprouts on this taco is actually really good. I don't like spicy margaritas, but I love the spicy margarita that I got at Bar Taco. So now when I go to a bar, I can confidently say, can you make my spicy margarita with these ingredients? But if I was with my girlfriends, I wouldn't be able to have that intimate time to figure out if I really like this because I'm with my girlfriends and we're talking as we're drinking something and it's like, oh, I don't like this. I'm going to have the waiter swap it out for something else. I needed that minute to sit down and just enjoy myself. I needed that minute to just really unravel. And it's more than one minute, you know? It's not just a you go on the first solo date and you're realizing something about yourself and boom, that's it, you're a new person. It's an ongoing thing. We are ever-changing people. So you have to learn yourself in every aspect in which you're changing. And... I've done that this year and I want you all to do that for yourselves. I realize that I really, really do well with planning out my workloads. Before I would be like, you know what? Working under pressure is good until I realized working under pressure every freaking day was the very thing that, yes, I was successful, but it was the thing that was draining me. I needed to sit back and play with different planning tools. I realized that when it came to what I do with All Saints, that I needed a notebook, something tangible to help me keep up with that workload. But with other things in my life, I didn't need that tangible thing. So now I have my work notebook. I have my work pens. I have my work laptop. I have a special, you know, everything is categorized for work so I can be my best successful self there. When it comes to black girl tea, I use sticky notes. It works. It's weird. It works. When it comes to other things, I have to use other things. I realized I couldn't use the same planning tools for everything that I did. But if I didn't take that moment and say, I'm realizing I have an issue and I need to be the one to figure out what the issue is and I need to figure out how to make this work. And then I was able to go back to my DM and say, hey, I've noticed this is working for me. If I do this, would you have an issue with that? If I took exactly what you're telling me to do and tweaked it a little bit that was more beneficial with me for me, would you have an issue with that? And she said to me, uh, let's, let's try it your way. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't work, we'll regroup. And I tried it my way. And when I came back to her, she was like, all right, how do you feel about that? I realized I regrouped with myself before having to re- regroup with her. I was able to say, yes, this is working. But I realized for certain things, I've got to do it this way. And she said, if that works for you, then it works for me. Cool. Since then, it's been working. Whenever I need to change something up, I have to sit down and identify the issue with me. And then I can say, hey, DM, this is what I need to change. I've got my solution. Do I have your blessing to, to execute it in the manner that would? Yes, absolutely not. Be cool. Great. But it also helps me when I don't have the solution to say, I've tried to get a solution and I need your help. I've asked for help. Hey, I know you really need me to support these stores, but I really need a break and it's given to me. Learning myself has been a way for me to also advocate for myself. 
I need a break. I need a margarita. I need to go outside and scream. I need you to step up because I'm doing both loads of the work. I need you to leave me alone because this is no longer conducive for me. And I learned to advocate for myself. I learned that I don't always have to go in full force like I'm so used to doing. I can ease up some, which I've been doing. And this leads me to my announcement. For the month of October, I will be stepping away from the Black Girl Tea Podcast to take a break and regroup. Holiday season for me at work is very crucial. And I really need to give the planning for holiday season my undivided attention. So for the next few weeks, you will not be hearing my voice on Monday, but you'll be able to spend some quality time with Shay and get some updates and talk about everything that she's got on her mind. And I know you're going to have fun. I love you guys. I appreciate your support. And I know this is probably going to be like, why is Nye doing this to us? And it's not in a negative way. I'm not taking it in a negative way. But I need to take a minute to step back. I want to be successful. I want to be the best that I can be in every role that I have. And I cannot be the best podcaster that I can be if I don't take a step away right now to adequately give work my undivided attention. So I will give work my undivided attention and plan for holiday season. And as all my planning is done, I'll be back to chop it up with you guys. So I want you to enjoy Shay, as I know you will. Some of you have been asking for her, so here is the time that you need to spend with her. And I'll be back in November. November is going to be here before you know it. We are flying away. Literally, it's like time is like, and it's gone. I don't know what that noise was, but. (laughs) But I ask you all to listen to this episode and to do the work. And of course, tune in next week and the week after that 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 and the week after that. Because y'all love us. Give me some grace as I prepare for holiday season. And as always, I appreciate each and every last one of you. And I'll be back in a month. Okay? Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to my rant as my brain went a thousand different places. I actually had no clue on what I wanted to talk about. And I've been having all these notes. So I'm like, here's notes. We're going to compile them all into one episode. And you got it. But enjoy the next few episodes with Shay. I know y'all going to love them. She got some updates for y'all. She about to tell her. She about to tell y'all her business. Look, y'all finna get some tea. Shit. But I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.